It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. C'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel. I like to say Simon because, of course, in France, it is Simon. And then I moved to America 20 years ago, 22 years ago. And it became Simon. I'm so used to it. Simon or Sai, my goddaughter. And then when I hear Simon, you know, it's like uh, my family and friends, they, they call me in the morning because of the time difference in Paris and the Midwest. But after around, let's say, around noon, nobody calls me from Paris anymore, and it's all Simon. So I have a double, double cultural personality. Simon and Simon. <laughs> anyway, back to you. Back to your question. Let's talk love on the rendezvous. So if you have a question for me about your relationship, 855-905-8255. The lines are open. If you want to share with me a romantic chapter of your life, big gesture, small gesture, just something sweet and romantic, something that touched your heart that happened to you, call me, share that story at 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Violette. Bonjour, Simon. So I understand your husband did something super sweet and romantic for you. I don't know what it is, so I'm all ears. Yeah, he did. Um, so five years ago, we got married in Hawaii, and I'd always wanted to go there, and it was absolutely magical. And mm -hmm. this year, we had planned on going again um, for our anniversary because we haven't been back since, and we've had two kids since then. And so I was out grocery shopping one day, and I came home, and he knew I was upset about not being able to go to Hawaii for our anniversary. Um But he had taken our entire patio and basically did a makeover and made it look like Hawaii. He put out palm trees and um, wow. all sorts of other flowers and things, hibiscus. And then um, he actually had our mo my mom come over and um, take the kids for a bit. And so we had our anniversary dinner on the patio at our house, but wow. with everything like it was Hawaii. Wow. Just, I want to know, how did you feel when you realized what was going on? Oh, it was so wonderful. I, I started crying, and um, I just I couldn't believe that he'd done all of that. I mean, it was a lot of work. Our patio it is a lot of work. I, I give him credit. Yeah. And now I, I hadn't gotten him anything for our anniversary yet, so, <laughs> so now I have to figure <laughs> it out. you got to figure it out. You've got to get him big time. Yeah, really, really. How do you yeah. top that, though? Well, listen, I'm going to give you one little piece of advice on that one, okay? Mm -hmm. Men and women don't react romantically the same way. You know your man. You know what would make him very happy romantically. The mm -hmm. rest is yours. Yeah. All right? <sighs> yes, thank you so much. <laughs> you got it. Have a good night, Violet. Thank you so much. Thanks, Simon. Now, I realize most of you probably already know that, but just to make sure, let's talk about the expectations when it comes to romance from men and then from women. So we are very clear on the differences. Next. If you've been listening long enough to The Rendezvous, and I thank you for that, you may have noticed that this segment of love stories and romantic moment that you've had and you share with me, and how much I appreciate them, really gives us, and I mean us men also, a great insight on what women desire to feel loved. And let me be clear what I've learned. They want to be heard. They want to be seen. They want to be understood. They want to be acknowledged. And they want to be appreciated. They want sweet, romantic gesture. 
And that is really what I've learned. I knew some of it, but I must say, I've done this show for years and years now, with your support, I've really understood what makes a woman feel very happy romantically. And if you haven't heard it yet, just listen to my show and you'll hear how the callers express how much those things, be heard, be seen, be noticed, be appreciated, makes a woman feel so happy and calm and valued. Now for men, it's very different. I'll tell you why next. So now that we know that women feel happy and, and love when they feel noticed, seen, heard, appreciated, little details like this make something very romantic, men are very different. And I know some of you are laughing. I know that, Simon. I know you do. But let's just be clear for the future. <laughs> when you want to surprise your man romantically, it's very simple. Food, alcohol, maybe sports on television, maybe a massage, and ooh-la-la, la, and everything that has to do with ooh-la-laing. Okay? I'll say no more, but you got my drift. So if a man does for you as a woman something super romantic, now you know exactly what will make him feel romantic and happy. The rest, it's up to you. Uh, you call that next. If you have a question for me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Brooke. Bonjour, Simon. How are you doing? I am doing good. Welcome to the rendezvous. So what's going on? How can I help you? Well, I need a little advice because me and my boyfriend, Jeremy, we got together in December and things were going really well. Um, and, you know, since quarantine, we haven't got to spend very much time together. And it feels like we're now in a long distance relationship and neither of us had intended on doing that and so we're right. kind of struggling because this has really put a damper on it and it's you know made it hard for us to enjoy the relationship like before and we're just not sure if we should invest any more time in it so give me the reasons why for you at least for you what are the reasons why you think you should invest more time with him why well he's he's a really nice guy and we get along really well. We have really good conversations. I've never gotten lost in conversation like I do with him. And okay. it's just very comfortable and I don't want to lose that, you know? Okay. What are now the reasons of why you think it's a waste of time? I should call it quit. It's just, it's become so hard for us to make the time to really bond and it's not working over the phone like it did in person when we talk and we've tried video chatting, but our schedules are weird and we haven't been uh -huh, able to uh -huh. figure out a way to really make it work comfortably for both of us. Okay. It's a good reason too. And I get it. I mean, we, this crazy world, we all try to adapt, you know, and do the best we can. So let's go to your intuition. In your intuition, do you think this man has the potential for you to bring you a lot of happiness and maybe a future? I do. I really do. Well then, if your intuition and you do, then I would not let whatever this is craziness and virus and all of this happening stop us. I believe there is no love without proof of love. So yes, you guys are a good start. Then this happens. It's not your fault. It's like for all of us, got, you know, fell on us. But I would love to see stories like this succeed when all this is over and not give up just because we got separated for five months, six months, or even a year, that we don't give up on each other. Because it's like we learn, you know, in the tough days, 
what to do. It's like rain or shine. Well, I think it's the rainy time now for all of us. But if you in your intuition feels this man could be the man of your life, I would do everything I could if I were you to keep the relationship going, make it exciting, you know, ooh-la-la-ish vibes, text, laugh, not just talk. If you feel it, if you feel it, Brooke, don't let it get away. Thank you. I, I really, I needed to hear that. Thank you, Simon. Have a good night. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you. You as well. Coming up, I am going to go answer Susanna's email, who's been a long-time listener, and have a question for me about her boyfriend. So her question is next. So I've got this email from Susanna, a long-time listener, uh, at therendezvousshow.com. She goes, Bonjour, Simon. I've been listening to your comforting voice and thoughtful advice during this COVID time as I work late almost every night. And I'm so thankful that you are still on the air. Thank you for that, Susanna. And thank you for you listening. I do have a question for you. I love to be read to. And when I've asked a possible boyfriend, would he read to me? I rarely have one even try. Is this a weird request? Please advise, Susanna. My advice is next. Stay with me. So I got this very nice uh, email from Susanna, a long-time loyal listener of The Rendezvous. And um, she has a question for me, which is she loves to be read to. And she said when she's asked a possible boyfriend if he would read to her, a rarely one has even tried. And she's asking me, is this a weird request to ask a partner? Uh, Susanna, I think it's a totally fine request. And really, if a guy cannot indulge a bit of reading to you something, then really, I mean, he's not the guy for you. I would love to read for you. I like reading, so for me it's easy. I like to be read to or to read a book to a partner. It's such a nice little request that if he doesn't want to do it, I wouldn't stay with him if I were you, Susanna. So um, now you know what to do. Again, thank you so much for your kind words and listening, and good luck with your search of a new boyfriend. And now you call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Margot. Bonjour, Sabine. Bonjour, Margot. What's going on with your husband? How can I help you? Well, we've been married for about 12 years. And my husband is always stressed about work. Uh, we also run a side business at home. It's a farming business. He's been um, trying to build his business for about 20 years to go full time, and he hasn't been able to make that work. Um, I feel like he's been implying that it's my fault all these years that he hasn't been able to make his business go. Um, mm-hmm. I was sick for a while, so, you know, we needed mm-hmm. the health insurance, and I'm a stay-at-home mom, and sometimes it gets hard for me to do all the farm work and the mom stuff and I'm not feeling well. So he kind of like blames me for everything. <laughs> really? And, uh, yeah. Sometimes I even like get obstinate and like refuse to help because I feel like if I'm not helping, then maybe he can't blame me for the mistakes. <laughs> oh, okay. How long has the blaming been happening? How long has he blamed you for everything not working out the way he wanted? Oh, years. I've been bringing this up to him for Probably 10 years. We've been married for 12. 12 years married and 10 years he'd been telling you that it's your fault if the business is not working out and so on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't say it outright, but he definitely implies it. All right. Now, now to be fair, because, I mean, it looks yeah. one-sided, what is it you love about him? Why, why, I mean, a guy blames you all the time to all you're doing, the kids, the farms. I would be pretty upset if I were you. So the fact that you're not so upset shows that he must give you something nice too. What is he? Is he romantic? Is he caring? Is he loving? Why do you love this man? I mean, he's not romantic, but 
he's really caring. He's a good father. He's a good provider. You know, he treats me well. I love him, you know, but I know he's stressed out and his heart's in the right place. I think he just feels like he needs somebody to blame, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, so what he's doing is projecting, right? So projection in a relationship is when you project on somebody else your own feelings. And so instead of saying, you know, maybe I should have done that differently, it's easier to say you should have done this differently or it's not me, it's you. Because he must feel right. some guilt. He must feel you know, bad about some of the things, you know, and it's such a tough time economically and business-wise for everybody. And so I think you have to remember from now on, and if he does that, you say, maybe it's a projection. And he goes, what do you mean projection? Maybe you project on me something I have nothing to do with. Think about it. Right. But use the word projection. So he okay. gets it. He projects on you his fear of failing or difficulties. And then make him feel better and say, listen, it's all for one, one fall in the family. If I can do better, I do better. But maybe you can do better too. We can all, you know, see and, and but let's not blame each other. Let's, let's do teamwork, team spirit in the family. Right. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, Margot. Good luck to you and have a good Thanks. night. Thanks, I'm Asia. Coming up, I received a very, very nice voicemail from Akira that um, I'll explain in more in details of what this is related to. But you want to listen to this. This is uh, very nice. Next. So coming up, I have received a voicemail from Akira, which is interesting because it relates to, um, I think, something um, that I do outside the show. So take a listen, and then I'll explain. Hi, my name is Akira, and... My boyfriend is in jail, and he's a big fan, and he talks about you all the time, and I heard you do love, anything about relationships and love, and just wanted to throw him a shout out, and he's coming home in a few weeks, he's already been there for a year, and just wanted to make a shout out to him and telling him I love him. We've been together for two years. We've been through the worst together. And he's a pretty amazing guy that hopefully one day when he comes out, he'll give you a call. Thank you. Bye. Akira, thank you for that voicemail. Uh, let me explain to you um, what I do outside the show as a volunteer so you can understand why I received this voicemail and what it means to me. That's next. So I received this voicemail from Akira who um, talked about uh, her boyfriend who was in jail and who loves the show and who um, discovered, you know, um, what I do and is a big fan. She's a big fan. And there's a reason for that, uh, that I have um, for the last, these three years, coming up soon on four, uh, volunteer to be a ping pong coach to the Youth uh, Juvenile Detention Center in Ohio, actually. And it's one of the, I would say, proudest thing I do in my life to be a volunteer ping pong coach to boys and girls and uh, young adults who are in prison or in detention. And, um, you know, even though I don't coach these days because of what's going on, I still uh, celebrate their birthday and we do things and then you know, I'm thinking about them even if I haven't seen them since March 15. And that, that is something that, you know, I don't often talk about it because it's not the subject of the show, but it's probably as a human being, one of the most important things I could do uh, to help at my humble level a little bit, those young adults. Anyway, I think that's the reason of that voicemail. I appreciate it. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Siena. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So I understand you and your husband have a little issue. 
Yeah, so we've been together five years now. We're in an open marriage, and okay. it's always worked really well. We both travel a lot for work, but we've been spending a lot of time together lately, obviously. And um, mm-hmm. he talked to me the other night and said that he wants to close off our marriage. Uh, he's happy with just me. He's realized that he doesn't want anyone else, and I'm not okay with that. We've been open marriage for a long time. I have some other partners in different cities and I I think it's unfair that he's changed the rules like this, so I, I don't know how to handle it. Okay. I mean, he didn't really change the rules. He offered to change the rules, right? Because it takes two to seal the deal. So he, he just expressed he didn't want to be in an open marriage anymore. I don't think it's against you. Um, and it's also not against him that you don't want to. Just everybody has the right, right, to have an opinion on what they want. So you don't see yourself with just one partner for the rest of your life, correct? Correct. Now, here's the question for you. What is more important to you to have the freedom to do whatever you want, if you had to choose, or just make your husband happy and give up on all your lovers? Which one is more essential to your adult life nowadays? Well, that's the thing, and that's why I called, right, is I love my husband. I can't picture my life without him, but I also know that I am not monogamously wired. I was very upfront with him for the last, you know, since we met, basically, I told him that I'm polyamorous by nature, so I I just feel like to try to commit to him, I think I'd mess up. I think I'd end up hurting him. Okay. Then you have to be honest with him, of course. And it's not wrong or right. You are as you are. You've been honest from day one. Um, my advice is to be true to yourself. Always honest. There's nothing wrong in being honest. And then your husband can decide that he prefers his life with you in it, you as you are, or he prefers to get a divorce, and you guys may stay best friends. But at least no one is, I would say, pretending, faking, ignoring the other person, you know, wheels. And I like the idea that you follow your intuition. I don't want you to be unhappy, Sina. I, I mean, if, if I was your husband and I would hear this, I would say, listen, why don't we become just best friends, but let's dissolve the marriage because I may resent you for that. But that's just me. I think we have to be true to ourselves. So my advice is do what's good for you, Sina, in transparency with your husband. Okay. I will. Thank you, Simon. And have no guilt. Uh, I'll work on that part. <laughs> All right. Good luck to you. Thank you for your call, CNN. and have a good night. Thanks, Simon. If your partner was in love with someone else, would you want them to tell you? Yes or no? Next. If your partner was in love with someone else, would you want them to tell you or not? It's a key question, right? They haven't physically cheated with somebody. They haven't done any like romantic act with somebody else, but they're in love with somebody else. Do you want them to tell you yes or no? Uh, 86% of you voted yes, I do want them to tell me. 40% of you said no, I do not. I'm surprised by even 14% because if my partner was in love with somebody else, I would like to know. I mean, I just, unless it's a movie crush, and I still want to know. But interesting, 14% don't want to know. Unspoken, interesting. Anyway, thank you so much for voting massively on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. I appreciate that very much. Follow me if you don't yet at Rendezvous Radio. And I wish you a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.